Anime Pulse, episode 492. I'm Red. And I'm Rio. Welcome back to another episode of Anime Pulse. Yeah. You sound a little down today, Red. Is something going on? No, I'm just tired. It's, you know, been like, uh, waking up lately these days has kind of been like, uh, not like depressing or depression or anything like that. It's been the weather has been colder outside because, you know, we live in... I live in uh, upstate New York, and uh, <laughs> it's been getting damn cold up here. So our radiators have been going, but we didn't flush a system yet, so it's got a lot of rust in the system, so it's kind of clogging up the pipe, so we're not getting the moisture with the heat. And so I'll wake up in the morning, and my nose is kind of bleeding. Oh, it's, that's... it's so dry in, in, the, in the house. That's not good. Yeah. You should probably flush the system then. <laughs> yeah, we I couldn't do it. Um, we wanted to do it, but we couldn't do it recently because we had a radon test going on downstairs. And you have to keep that closed for a while, for four days. I was able to pull it up on Friday, but we didn't do the uh, flush yet. Hmm. Well, what else has been going on with your week? Uh, let's see. I saw um, Doctor Strange on Friday. Oh yeah, how was it? Seven out of ten. Okay. It was nothing comparable to Marvel's um, Captain America: Civil War, which is like the last Marvel movie I saw. Mm-hmm. So the hype was real, and I knew my expectations were lowered because it's just a character introduction. Uh, <clears throat> character introduction movie but there was a lot of CG in it like a lot of CG and like too much not too much just like more than what Marvel normally uses <clears throat> and well I mean you know they had to do a lot of the like vague hand wave emotion things while they're doing magic and and like and, you know, there's some choreographed fighting because it's like more close combat quarters magic as opposed to like Harry Potter's like ridiculous. And, you know, he shoots a fireball across the stage. <laughs> no, it's um, this is more like, you know, shields and like you're whipping people with magical whips and stuff like that. Um, OK. It was all right. The thing about it was probably that it didn't make me laugh at all. Like, there was no point in the film that I was like, <laughs> because, and that's odd since it was Marvel, and Marvel's really good at um, at nailing the comical characters. Yeah, usually there are some pretty good one-liners in there. Yeah, which just not in this one. It was 
a much more serious film. It had like a lot of it made you think like that's about it, like infinite possibilities within an infinite world and multi dimensions and stuff like that. And, you know, I like thinking about that stuff, but, you know. I. I think it just went a little overboard. Hmm. Yeah. And like the ending of it, the Doctor Strange defeats the the big bad guy with like a gimmick. Doesn't even fight him one on one. It's just like, oh, I guess that's clever. But you know, you didn't destroy him or nothing. He'll come back probably. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, I mean, the only re- the coolest part about it that I really liked was the very ending, the first. Um, after credits part where, mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, um, I guess it's after credits stuff, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Dr. Strange is sitting down with Thor and they're having a discussion and Thor's like, I'm looking for my father. I brought Loki with me. And, uh, he's like, well, what do you drink? He's like, I don't drink tea. And all of a sudden Loki ha- or, uh, Thor has like a giant mug of beer in his hand. He's like, oh, nice. And he like downs it in one go and then like he holds it up and and like he's looking at it and like the beer refills and he's like, huh? <laughs> and Dr. Strange, so if I help you find your father, you'll leave like right now. And he's like, oh, yes, immediately. All right, then I think it can help you. And then they show you the next villain will probably be um, because at the after after credits, like after the normal credits. Uh, you get. You see, like, a preview of, like, oh, it's going to be the bad guy. Uh, this for probably the next one. And they kind of set that up. Oh, okay. So, yeah. If you do see the movie, definitely stick around to see the two um, after credits. Because you have your normal, like, fancy credits. Then your after credits after that. And then you have your, you know, your lengthy, let's go through every single person in the film credits. Mm-hmm. And you got the credits after that. You Okay. I just hiccuping. (laughs) I woke up early this morning because of the the bleedy nose thing and and uh, wasn't able to get to sleep. I had a lot of dreams about Magi because I've been reading the manga. I picked that up because a lot of my manga I went through and I was like, oh, it's finished. Huh. Okay. Oh, and that one's finished. And that one's finished. Oh, that's why they haven't updated. Hmm. Well, time to find new manga. And so I picked up Magi, which uh, it's not bad. It's, you know, it's about the uh, Aladdin and Sinbad and and Alibaba and stuff like that. And oh, Aladdin's okay. like a little midget dude. Yeah, I remember Tim and Waltall reviewed that at one point. Yeah. It's kind of cute. Ali, you know, Aladdin has a thing for tits. Um, oh. Yeah, he has a thing for the boobies. Have you read Assassination Classroom yet? I've seen the anime, and anime covers all the all the manga. And the ending of the anime is like, yeah, it's all over. There will be no other seasons, because they ended with the end of the manga. That kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's still some stuff that they leave out, but... Uh, yeah, but I'm not really interested in like, oh, that's a little detail that I missed out on, or something like that. No, I mean, like, they, they <laughs> admit... Uh, omit like whole chapters and stuff yeah but still like those chapters 
overall like don't impact the end of the story you know you're not missing out on a new character that's manga only they they included everyone that were going to be in the story and the ending was emotional and i liked it but i wouldn't read through the manga just to read through the story again because i know how it ends okay Mm -hmm. oh i did do something that uh that i would help better understand your humor Oh. Yeah, I watched all the Helsinger Bridges. That's right, you texted me about that. Yeah, I was only going to watch the first two, and then I was like, you know what, I'll keep going. And then, you know, because like after the second one, I was like, wow, that phone scene where Mr., you know, like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this, fuck that, and it's just yeah. like, I'm going to rape all those holes, and then those holes, and then I'll rape those holes and holes, and it's just like, okay, you're going on a little too long there buddy yeah it's a little bit much oh and so i didn't really like that but then the third one got better and <laughs> hey dandy man <laughs> i'm going on an enthusiastic walk <clears throat> through the woods through the woods I used to know the entire series by heart. Like, I could do the entire thing. I can't anymore. Like, I need to change that. I need to go back and I need to rewatch that. Because then we can quote it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty good. It was actually the reason that I started watching the Helsing anime, because I watched the Abridge series first. That's probably, you know, like, they get you with that hook. Like, I imagine there are a lot of people who are actually watching DBZ Abridged, and, like, that's the first time they've ever seen Dragon Ball. Especially a lot of YouTubers who don't watch anime, and they're like, I'll oh, watch Dragon Ball Abridged, because, you know, it's funny. And, uh, or DBZ Abridged. If they ever do Dragon Ball Abridged, that'd be interesting. Um, especially since I'll have to do uh, a lot more young voices for the characters they're already voicing mm-hmm. see how that would work out um also there's a lot less <laughs> there's a lot more things that you'd have to censor in dragon ball because i mean you see bulma's tits in dragon ball oh yeah she just takes them out they censored in the in the in the u.s release but i saw the unreleased oh uh, the uh uncensored version and yeah she gets naked a lot and it's a younger bulma naked so it's like i don't know i should be feeling that i know she's legal but is she legal and then you look it up it's like oh that's hmm kind of not legal or whatever well i mean if you watch it's hentai anime. then then none <clears throat> of the girls in that are legal yeah lolly's getting raped by tentacles and stuff Older women raping shodas. Because that happened. Like, ugh, let me tell you, my childhood, women were all over me. I couldn't get them off of me. It's like I was the cutest kid around, and they are just like, mmm, gonna have that in my bedroom tonight. That's creepy. Uh, my childhood lacked, and so much. Like, for where I lived, you'd think that would happen, but no. Where I lived, it was just mattresses being burned and thrown out roofs and windows and cops running through the backyard chasing after criminals and 
my sister getting beat up by assholes and uh jeez yeah in the park and then i would go beat them up and then one of them would try to come at me with a icicle and then his father would catch him and yeah well sounds like you had an eventful childhood oh yeah plenty eventful anything else happen this week let's see here um, I've been playing the new game plus, obviously, at Persona 3. Mm-hmm. I haven't started 4 yet because I'm probably going to be getting on the Pokemon train when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Get myself some new Pokemon waifus. I've seen the list. They are keeping up with the trend of it making at least one to three uh, humanoid Pokemon that's kind of feminish. And it's like, you know, I didn't think I'd get the... uh I thought I was going to get the fire cat as my starter. And yeah. then I saw the later evolutions. I was like, wow, the fighter cat got fucking dumb looking. It looks like Go a for wrist- the owl. Go for like, the owl. Nope, I'm going for the water dog because it turns into a fucking mermaid. Please don't fuck the mermaid. <laughs> I'm going to fuck the mermaid. God I'm damn I'm it. I'm going to fuck it. Okay. Bet you all fuck it. (laughs) Well, yeah, other than that, not much else has been going on with me. Um, Yeah, that's been about it. That's pretty cool. Um, So for my week, I have been basically working nonstop on uh, projects. Ah, yes, the reason we had to uh, delay last week's episode. Or this week's episode. Or, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. It's alright. So, um, there's this uh, show going on at my school. Um, We're putting up a gallery show. Um, It's a small gallery, just one room. But, um, you know, it's a lot for an eight-person class. And uh, the show is on Place, Manchester. So we all had to write and create these boxes that um, showcased elements of Manchester with characters and our characters interacting with other, other people's characters. And so I created this character named Andy. Um, and he... Goes to uh, the school that I go to and is best friends with a girl named Olive. And uh, at one point, because the boxes that we used were cigar boxes, so I made this um, box where basically I took a roll of receipt tape and put it inside the box and mm-hmm. wrote on the receipt tape. And so when you pull it out, the sto- you, you can read the story. Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, and that story is about the man who died outside of the Lowell building, which the is actually what, a th- the Lowell building? building. Lowell? Yeah, that's oh. the name of the street. Ah, okay. <clears throat> so uh, outside of one of these school buildings, a man died, a homeless man. And there was this, it was, like, a pretty big to-do for, like, you know, a small city. Like, there was a dead guy um, just 
right outside the building. What is with you and depressing things? You always pick the depressing stories. Can't you write, like, pick something happy, like uh, someone saved a kitten from a tree, or or maybe the the like a a, a girl who becomes like a rocket scientist or something. Anything. Well, Homeless I mean... man dies in front of a school, alone, cold, defeated. Okay, well. Uh... Well, the other um, box, which for some reason was taken apart when I got there, I was a little bit upset about that. But whatever, they can do whatever they want with it, just as long as my shit stays like, you know, actually in the show. I'm not going to just have one fucking box. Like, please. Because um, we were supposed to do, like, four boxes originally, and then my teacher said, oh, no, make it three boxes. And so I brought in, like, uh, three boxes. And he was just like, well, let's just combine these two. And so then I had two boxes. And now it looks like I might only have one. And I'm kind of pissed off. And I'm just like, guys, can you not, like, fuck with my shit? Um, I've been applying for jobs. Ah, so have I. Yes. So I um, have an interview tomorrow at PetSmart. (laughs) (laughs) I know that doesn't make a whole lot of a sense, especially like anybody who actually maybe knows me from Twitter or whatever, or knows me in general, just being like, but Rio... You hate pets. Yes. Yes, I do. But I want money. <laughs> hmm. Well, there's a different way you can make money. Yes. Um. I mean, I don't, I don't hate animals. I just don't like owning them myself. So somebody else's pet, I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cute. But my own pets, I'm just like, I hate you. I hate you so much. Hmm. I was going to say, no, never mind. No, go out with it. No, no, I don't want to possibly make you angry at me with, like, a dumb joke. Okay. Yeah. I'll just, I'll let that one go. Like, I... I had something that I was like, well, nah, forget it. <laughs> All right. So, I ha- yeah, I have that interview, and then I have an interview on Tuesday at um, the mall for Macy's. Oh, Macy's, the perfumed store full of clothes and expensive jewelry and not much else. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um... That one is a seasonal position, so I'll be there for Black Friday. <laughs> oh, one if day. I get it. No, no, I'll be there for like. Oh, okay. Um, from whenever, like, whenever I would, I would get hired through it's, it's very the holidays. Seasonal. It's just one day of work. <laughs> yeah, you get paid a hundred dollars, and that's it. <laughs> they just throw the money at you here. Take it. <laughs> Maybe they they like they, they they're like well it depends it has like a a difference like you can get paid between a hundred and five hundred dollars like how do you earn more and it's like well you're paid in one of those money machines remember like in the past where like you'd get into the, the oh my like, god the the closed off like glass 
box yeah, yeah. and like the money would fly around you. You'd have to grab it in the air and like, ah, money, money. Man, those, I remember those. It was always $1 bills. Never yep. worth it because you had to pay like $25 to get into it. And then you came out with 15 if you were <laughs> lucky. Um, I applied to GameStop. Ah, yes. There's a game. There are two GameStops hiring. I didn't hear back from one of them. I'm hoping to hear back from the second one. Um, let's see. The stopping of games. Yes, because I would love to work there. I mean, yeah, it would kind of be a similar thing. Like Black Friday would be hell, but and I'd have to deal with dude bros being like, dude, bro, bro. <laughs> Did you see the new Modern Warfare Call of Duty? Bro, let me tell you. Bro, bro, dude. dude I killed this one dude with a knife, dude. Dude. dude I killed a dude with dude. a knife, too, dude. Oh, dude. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, bro, dude, bro. Ah. <laughs> yeah. No, mo- well, mostly it's just because that whole, like, concept of, oh, girls don't play video games is still a fucking thing. So I'd have to deal with that. Excuse me, but girls Do you... don't exist on the internet. You're clearly a guy. I mean, obviously, I'm a dude. <laughs> I've been, I, I've been like fucking with you all all this time. Yep. Her name's not Rio. It's Ray. <laughs> Wait, Ray's a girl's name too. Damn it, <laughs> Roy. Not... There we go. Roy, yeah, that's my name. Roy Biff Jr. <laughs> yeah, just switch the two two of the letters around and that's that's my real name, everybody. <laughs> um other things. I've been working on that story about the two uh people spying on each other. Oh yes, the Girls spying on the teacher, and the teacher's spying on the girl, but, like, the teacher's spying is, like, amateur but compared to the girl who's, like... Yeah. Like, I'm watching how much food he's taking by centimeters, and he's just like, oh, I noticed her hair is different today. Yes. Yeah, while he, like, takes pictures of her and knows where she lives and stuff She's like that. She's taking pictures of him taking pictures. Yes. <clears throat> And her computer system is a little bit more advanced, but um, I'm trying to figure out whether or not, like, how I'm going to end it, because I have 30 pages to work with. God help me. Um, and I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to end it at the halfway point of, this, of the story, where he erases all of her data, or if I'm actually going to try and go for the real ending, which is where she kills him. Mmm. I like the killing one. Yes. Yes. Then it's you all... can you can start writing a story about a lonely male otaku who lives in New York State who always thinks, you know, yonder days are the best, but he doesn't believe they exist. But unbeknownst to him, a yonder day is always following him and watching him. No, no correlation and ha- and, to me at all, of course. You know, and no. happens to be his podcast host. What? 
yeah no 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 uh no resemblance what was that thing they say like uh characters do not resemble and if they do you know it's completely up to you coincidence it's completely coincidence Coincidence. his name his name is is uh dead (laughs) dead dead junit dead junit 20 Her, yeah. And her username is uh, is Shione. Uh, fanfic. <laughs> fanfic. A slash fic from Anime Pulse. <laughs> yeah. There's probably more of those for like Tim and Weltall. Oh, God. <laughs> Pizza, be- no. That'd be so creepy to read a Tim X Waltall slash fic. Especially since one of them's one of them's married, right? Or has a girlfriend. No, they both have girlfriends right now. <laughs> oh, but okay, Tim that's... has been in a relationship for almost six years. Right. Well, maybe the girls are in on it too. Like they're watching. No, I don't think. I think if like a husband came home and saw his wife like banging another dude's wife, he'd probably be like, yeah. But if, like, a wife came home and her husband was banging another dude's husband, she'd be like, no. I don't think there'd any wife would be like, this is my dream. It's happening. Unless you're, like, a really hardcore Fujoshi. (laughs) But what Fujoshi out there is going to marry a dude, like... And then constantly be like, I want my husband to get pegged. I want my husband to get pegged by another dude. I don't know. I mean, there there could be some really fucked up Fujo shits out there. Of course. <laughs> what Fujoshi gets married? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> All the Fujoshi out there are like, red unit 10 gets pegged by dude. <laughs> Now you're gonna get that slash fic. You're gonna be the one getting like railed by Weltall. That's that's Ugh. gonna be. <laughs> no thanks. I'd rather I'd rather take it up the butt from what like maybe. Who would I have to pick if I had to pick like Thor? Yeah. Thor, really? You want to get you want you want to get fucked by Thor? Yeah, he's pretty hot. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's kind of hot. Not my kind, not like not my type, but I mean, if you're into the Bara thing, then I guess that would work out. Like handle my pasty white ass Thor. Maybe, maybe, maybe like, uh, oh, Alucard is a girl with a penis. I can't object to that. <laughs> he was a girl I... in the 40s. Yep. No one can understand his sexual preference. Still, it is a shame about Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, she's like really the only one that gets really tortured. Like, and not in the sexy way either. Well, it starts out sexy. It's like, where are you putting that gun? And then he's like, oh, you're she's like, oh, you're putting it through my chest. Ow. Yeah, that's not going up there. It's going in there. <laughs> yeah. I would have rather have seen him like stop at one moment just like, hmm. 
Oh, she's kind of hot. Not have like huge tits, like big police tits. girl. Police girl, but uh, you know. No, we all know that different he's strokes the... for different folks, and and then of course it didn't happen. But then all the fan fan uh, artwork out there is just like we're going to make it happen. He's going to fuck her, and she's going to like it. No, all of the fan out uh, fan art out there is Aloe Integra. Well, that's it's gonna happen. There's no way it can't happen because, like, that's his end goal. They right? bang, okay. Report to the ship. We'll bang. <laughs> okay, I think we've gone like so far off topic. They're swimming in the internet right now, spouting out memes. <laughs> Lols, yeah. I'm so random. Wow, so random. Okay, so what do we have for industry news? You have two pieces of news and I have one. Yes, and we had a lot more, but we're going to slim it down. So, Monster Musume? I love Monster Musume. Yes, I love Monster Musume too. And it's a shame because it's getting close to its ending um however okaido uh there is a official Matsumusume contest going on right now oh what kind of contest so the contest is going to basically have you voting for your favorite Matsumusume character in a Matsumusume popularity contest mm-hmm. so the characters you can vote for are uh, as followed in, I guess, in alphabetical order, uh, Kathy, Cent- Centuria, Centuria's mother, Doppel, Draco, um, let's see here, Ki, uh, Kimito, of course, uh, Kinu, Lala, Lilith, man, he's not really great at names, Liz, Monaco, Merino, Merunoe, Merunoe's mother, Mia, Mia's mother, Miss Smith, Octo, Poppy, Poppy's mother, Polt, uh, Rachnira, Ren, Sue, Tonisha, Tonakot, uh, Yuhi, and Zombina, and, um, uh, Liss, okay, that's the Nine Tails Fox Girl, so he tried to go with, like, Nine Ta. Ills Ninta. I oh I get it. Okay, very clever, Okaido. Actually, not at all. <laughs> you really need to work on your naming habits, there, buddy. Um, are you reading the manga for that? Yes, uh, I am reading the manga. Unfortunately, I read the uh, online version and I buy the copies because I want to support Okaido. So I buy them brand new as soon as they come out, pre-order them, and everything. Um, but, but aren't also, the translations fucking awful? Oh, they're so bad. Seven C's just like shits out absolute turds for translation. It's like, I don't know if Hokkaido realized it and it was too late because he was in a contract or something, but they fill the, the manga with so much like animal puns and and dumb like animal humor and like really bad american jokes that are like 
You know, it's like, let's make it Americanized, because that's the audience we're going for. Ew. Mm, yeah. So anyways, um, if you are selected to win, uh, you can win one of three prizes. First place is a life-size Mia body pillow. Ooh, the, the yes. really expensive one. Yes, the 7-meter, 22.9-foot body pillow of Mia. There will only be one winner for that. The second is a special illustration by Okaido himself. Wow. Yep, and he'll autograph it. Um, of course, uh, it will be something uh, that I guess you get to choose or you want him to draw, or maybe he'll just draw something because they don't have any uh, like preview of what it might look like. And third place, which will have three winners, are autographed copies of the Monster Masume manga, or Monster Musume manga, volume 11. Oh, cool. Yeah, so the newest volume that has yet to be released. Now, the only caveat here is that you have to have a Bookwalker account. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is Bookwalker? Bookwalker is Kotakawa's official bookstore and app for reading digital manga and light novels. So basically, you just need to have an account there if you want to be entered into the contest. You don't need an account, however, to vote. So if you just want to vote and willy-nilly and possibly see one of the characters become, you know, one of like the top favorite characters, which personally I'm hoping to see maybe um, Monaco because I think she's adorable. Um, uh, Tio Nisha, who's the uh, part of the Mon Squad. I hope she also wins too, because I think she's. Mm-hmm. I I like big, bigger girls and stuff, and you know, being six foot two and you know, kind of hard to find taller girls. But she would be much taller than myself. Also, she's very lovable and very huggy. Um, I guess Mia's mother too. Very, like, get the guy and share him with the tribe kind of girl. And maybe Doppel, because her... You know, it's funny, because most of the characters I'm picking are not main characters. But he makes really good side characters. Okay. So, yeah. So, Monster Musume character contest. You can go to Anime News Network's website and... Go and vote there if you want. Not be entered into the contest. But if you do want to be entered into the contest, go and create an account. And you have to use the email address for the account in the contest information when you uh, vote to be entered into the drawing. All right. And if you do win uh, one of the prizes, go ahead and send it to uh, me here. And I will thank you with a, (laughs) uh, a nice... I'll uh, read your name on the podcast. Make you feel special. <laughs> I will. I'll trade you. I'll give you a Ray and Nami figurine. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. No, not really. But okay. Okay. How about a Battle Vixens figurine and a Ray and Nami figurine? Hand over all your figurines, man. No, no, no. no. I wouldn't give them all. <laughs> Those are the only two that I'd be willing to part with. Um, I guess I got. I got some Mega Tokyo stuff that's signed by uh, by Piro himself. Oh wow, that's cool. That's I got two posters signed by Piro, 
and I've got a one of his light or light novels, one of his um, visual novels signed by him as well, uh, with a little uh, doodle he did in there of one of the characters. So if you're interested in maybe a couple uh, manga or Mega Tokyo posters, uh, one of the Miho character and the original um, Mega Tokyo poster with like all the characters on the front of it. Both of them signed by Piro himself, one of them at a convention, and a book signed by him at a convention, and a couple figurines. You know, if you got that uh, volume 11 of Monster Musume manga, you know, I'd be more than willing to take it off your hands in exchange. Like one of our listeners is going to win that shit. Yeah, one of the listeners is like, mm. I won it! Now I can finally give it to Red Unit 10! And it's actually, uh, it's like a... Uh, it's also a yonder day too because you know, and she puts a bug in it. And it's like I'll find out where he lives. Finally, I can dream. Yes, yes, you can. I can dream. Put it away in your fantasy folder and save. <laughs> so my f- first and only piece of news is a Japanese website ranks the top ten most delicious looking Pokemon. Oh, this will be good. What do you got for us? All right, so number one is, is sorry, number ten is Squirtle. Squirtle. Number nine. This is the one that you thought would be first. Magikarp. Uh, just because, like, a lot of people, you know, basically are like, well, Magikarp gets eaten a lot because yeah. it's one of the most abundant fish Pokemon you can find. You only need the old rod to find it, and like. There are no other animals in the Pokemon world, so what are they eating? Except Pokemon. Yeah. Which is a little messed up since Pokemon were humans at one point. Yeah. Yep, but I mean, Magikarp Sushi. Yeah, Magikarp Sushi, Magikarp Stew, Magikarp Flambe, Magikarp Filet. So much you could do with Magikarp. Fried Magikarp. Oh, so good. Number eight, Weedle. Weedle? That's the... <laughs> they fucking... Are they saying it's like the Gongo or something like that? It's like, it no. looks like that? So, their explanation for it is... Here's another one that may seem strange at first, but makes sense from the Japanese perspective. Since Weedle eventually evolves into Beedrill, the Hornet Pokemon, that essentially means Weedle is technically Hornet Larva which are commonly eaten in, in parts of Japan, as long as the stingers are removed and you close your eyes when you bite into it. Nope. No, I will not bear grills it. No, thank you. Number seven, Jigglypuff. Why? Because she looks like a uh, marshmallow or something? Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff. Well... In Japanese, Jigglypuff is named Purin, which is also the word for uh, pudding. Oh, yeah. So that's why you would want to eat her? It's like, hey, her name sounds like pudding. Delicious. (laughs) So, number six is Pidgeot. The bird. Yeah. Yeah. Roasted over an open fire, yeah. Mm. Number five is Farfetch'd. 
Yeah, again, it's kind of, you know, quail. A good, good, is it quail? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, it's no. not quail. They actually have a quail Pokemon. Yeah. Farfetch'd is a, like a duck or something like that. Yeah. So, number four is Ponita. A again. horse? Yeah, because horse meat isn't that uncommon in Japan. Well, I guess it would also be cooked properly. Mmm. <laughs> Lambe, just the way I like it. Spiro is number three. Again, another bird. Number two is Krabby. Delicious. Yep. And number one, the really strange one. Lick a tongue. Because of the tongue? Yeah, I guess you put it into a stew or or something like that. Or well, at least uh, it ain't bull's penis. Yeah. It's not uh, it's not Toro penis or something like that. They eat so, that in Japan, you know? Yeah. And in other places. And in many penis. other places. I would not not do that. No. I mean, no. the penis is basically a sponge. I mean, I don't know. I know the human penis is basically a sponge. Oh, no. Most male genitalia are just sponges. They're just skin that But why inflates. would you want to eat that? That sounds disgusting. Just like um, eating a sponge. Just well, like... a lot of it's like like mythological, um, you know, urban tale kind of stuff where it's like, it will give you virility and fertility and it'll increase your stamina in bed and it will make women like you more and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of stuff. You know, there are also for like, it's probably also a female thing where it's like, yeah, fuck men. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there are girls out there who probably do that. It's like, I'll, yeah, I'll give you a blowjob. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Like, so, that's my piece of news. What's your second piece of news? Proper. Uh, mine is actually related to Pokemon as well, except it's related to the card game and not Pokemon themselves. Oh. So, back, as you may know, in the day, there have been many, many, many rare cards out there. Mm-hmm. However, there have only been 39 Pokemon Illustrator cards. What are Pokemon now, Illustrator cards? Pokemon Illustrator cards are basically these cards that were made by... Um, Made by, uh, made by Koei Noor, uh, basically, um, actually, no, not by Koei Noor. It was in a, you got these, um, illustrator cards, which basically said that you were, uh, a, your talent in Pokemon drawing was recognized as excellent. Therefore, you became an official Pokemon card illustrator, and you were bestowed with that honor by being given this card. Uh, the cards were actually a part of a art contest that was held by Coral Coral Comic Magazine between 1997 and 1999. Three hmm. such contests were held, and a total of 39 winners, meaning only 39 of these cards in existence, were sent out. However... There may be a chance that there are even fewer cards of only 10 
have been certified by the PSA, or Professional Sports Authenticator. And there are many uh, counterfeits in circulation. However, one of the real cards is going up for auction on the Heritage Auctions website from November 17th to the 19th. Mm-hmm. Proxy bidding has begun with a starting bid of $340. It is estimated the card could sell well over $50,000 as not too long ago on eBay, one sold for over $100,000. Wow. Yep. And the uh, card basically just says illustrator up in the big text. It's all Japanese. And the illustration on it is a Pikachu holding a pen and a uh, like one of those dusting things for like when they do like erasing. And so you want to like brush it away and you got like a duster. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it has like some pictures of Charizard floating around it. Neat. Yeah. And it looks like it's holographic as well. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our reviews. Yes. Um, Why don't you go first? All right. So... Have you ever played a demo for a video game and you thought to yourself, hey, this is pretty cool. When's the official release? Only yeah. to come to find out that the game got canceled. Uh, like or what originally happened to Mirror's Edge 2. Mm-hmm. Except that game should never have come out. Because Mirror's Edge 2 is not a good game. Yeah, I don't like it very much. Yeah. Original Mirror's Edge, good. Good concept. Second one, nah. And they'll never make another one because of how poorly the second one did. Yeah, probably. Well, that's about what I felt when I finished watching the series, which was more or less a teaser trailer for the real thing that never saw the light of day in any form. Oh? No light novel, no manga, no radio show, nothing. The reasons for the cancellation are not given, but I suspect that either the series did not generate enough attention or the awkwardly sexual situations one of the female protagonists gets into earned it the shutdown. Uh, Reasons aside, this is one of the few older anime I can think of that deserves to be called an unpolished diamond. Hmm. The entire anime is centered around our main male protagonist. Wait, did you even give us the name yet? No. Oh, do you want me to give the name of the uh, the anime? Yeah, it's kind of important. I'd give it at the end. Oh, I'll give it at the end. Don't worry. I'll save it towards the end. I'll okay. tease you. Tease it in. Our main uh, protagonist's name, however, is uh, Akira Shirase, a genius computer programmer who can hack anything with extremely little effort. Oh, joy. Yep. Yeah. But we'll take the odd job here and there. But not for money. This man only takes rare and exotic computer parts or merchandise as payment. Oftentimes, much more difficult to come up with than a million dollars. Shirase's only motivation is his great niece, Misao Amano, a sixth grader who practices ballet and seems to have a thing for her great uncle, whom she calls Onichan. 
That's not creepy. If you recognize her name from another series, well, that's because she's also in, she's also Pixie uh, Misia from Magical Girl Pretty Sasami. Misao is actually one of the reasons why I think the anime crashed before it even took off, as she and Shirase are often caught in oddly sexual positions by the men who come to hire Shirase. This guy might be brilliant, but he doesn't know how to lock a door, apparently. Now, I'm assuming uh, Hiroki Hayashi had the permission to use a Tenchi series character, as he also directed Tenchi Muyo Ryooki. But the backlash from fans of the character might have been too much. Then again, this is all just conjecture, so who really knows? Mm-hmm. The episodes are on the short side, only clocking in at 12 minutes apiece. And they are also rather repetitive. A man goes to hire Shirase, finds him in a compromising situation with Misao, but then decides to ignore what he saw. He explains the situation to Shirase, and then seals the deal by offering Shirase a rare piece of computer equipment. Shirase hacks the hacker, who is almost always a man who goes by the moniker The King of America, and returns home to find Misao awaiting him with a cooked meal. Rinse and repeat. There are slight variations here and there, mostly in the way Shirase defeats the would-be hackers. Um, From dropping a satellite on a rogue battlecruiser to causing the hacker's computer to overheat and explode. Uh, Things do change a bit in the final few episodes as we are introduced to another female character, Yoriko Yunoki, a brilliant sixth grader who, (laughs) who holds the rank of major in the U.S. Navy. Are you kidding me? She too is a programmer. But not on the same uh, level as Shirase. I, I feel like we're we're going over that genius episode of Manga Pulse right now. Just like, he's a genius. 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 She tries to get Shirase to join her, but he claims to suffer from the same illness as Kagami Junichiro. Basically, that he only does what he wants to do. Uh, Yoriko acts much older than her character design implies, going as far enough to cause Shirase to burn out from her suggestions. As, you know, as she's trying to get him to join her. So basically, she's a slutty sixth grader. <clears throat> Great. That's yeah. not creepy not at all. Completely unlike Misao. Uh, of course, since she is only the only other female in Shirase's life, she too ends up in the same situation as Misao does. So oftentimes she'll come up and be like, you know, join us. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not interested. And then she tries to like maybe tickle him. And then he like tries to pick her up. But then suddenly she falls on his crotch in a weird position with her skirt lifted. And the dude comes in and is like, hello, Shirase, I'm here to hire you. Oh my God, what is this? Hmm. I should report this, but I shouldn't because I need to hire him. I'll pretend I didn't see a thing. And that's what they all say. They all say, I'll pretend I never saw a thing. <clears throat> I'll pretend that I didn't just see an older man raping a sixth grader. Well, technically, he wasn't raping her. It's just a very suggestive situation. I mean, he never, there's no penetration. There's never actually any nudity. It's just like, why is her head near your crotch? And why is your head near hers? Um, very bad timing. Okay, I'll believe it. 
Now, besides Misao and... call the cops. <laughs> Yoriko, the other characters who matter are Sai Motoki, Rintaro Ose, Ju Kawahawa, and Saki Kawahawa. <clears throat> Sai is Misao's teacher and a heavy drinker. She wants to get married, but acts way too aggressive. She went to school with Shirase, and at one point is even set up in an arranged meeting with him. Uh, Brintaro is the King of America guy I talked about, a hacker who works as a lowly programmer for an American software company. His hacking usually comes in the form of terrorism, from stealing supercomputers to detonating nuclear warheads. Uh, Lovely. He doesn't seem to be all that evil, though, just very eccentric. <clears throat> Joe, or Joe, is a popular boy in Misao's school, who has a little crush on Misao. Saki is his older sister, a woman who gets Shirase to help her out with her computer. She's a bit of an airhead and was just being used to get close to Shirase, but she falls for him after he saves her life. There were two other characters who looked to be major players, but we only see one through a car window, and the other says a few lines before jumping out of a helicopter, hinting that Shirase once worked for some rather shady individuals, and they want him back. See, at the very end of the anime, we see a preview of what the real anime would have been about. A much older Shirase and grown-up versions of Misao and Yoriko. Thus, making all those awkward moments between the grown man and the younger girls alright, as it becomes evident that this was all just build-up for the real thing and not some kind of Komodo no Jikan. Sadly, the ending is also accompanied by a message from the developers of the series who apologize for the abrupt ending, but still give no reasons as to why. So, we won't ever see what might have been and can only guess as to why. But who knows? Perhaps someone else might reach back and give the series the chance it really deserved. Now, the animation was done by Studio AIC, same guys who did the work for Tenchi Universe, uh, Hirana Ganai, and Oh My Goddess. This was made back in 2003, so the animation shows some aging, but thankfully AIC makes stuff to last. Another reason why I call this an unpolished diamond. Uh, there really wasn't too much of note for the voice acting. In fact, the guy who plays Shirase, uh, Kazuya Naki, seems to be in a lot of anime, but almost always as a secondary or side character. The only thing I recognize him from is his role as Mugen from Samurai Champloo. Uh, and I didn't really have a favorite character. The anime didn't give me much time to work it out who I liked. So I'm going to refrain from giving an answer. I did like some of the characters, but just not enough to make them my favorite. So, the title of the anime, by the way, Battle Programmer Shirase gets a Crackers. Okay. Well, then that leads into my review for uh, Maho Shoujo Nante Moi Deskara, or I'm Tired of Being... I've, or uh, <laughs> I've Had Enough of Being a Magical Girl. You and me both, sister. <laughs> um, starts off with a girl. Uh, Susia, I think her name is. Is she magical? She will be. So she is on her, on her way back from school one day when she comes across a creature in the garbage who has this menacing voice. And it's just like, you can see me. 
You can, he, can't you? Does he try to form a contract with her? He does! <laughs> oh, boy. He, he falls out of the garbage and, and says, You have the potential to be a magical girl. And forms a little band on her wrist. Oh, boy. And he's just like, Now you can transform! And... Henshin! Yep. Go-go-go-go-go! Bye-ski! It's from... It's from... Uh, Kanan uh, or Clanad, Clanad. It's from Clanad. <clears throat> yeah. So um, he tells her to transform, and she does. And lo and behold, her outfit is a swimsuit. Nice. Goes right in line with my sixth grader sluttiness. Is it like school swimsuit, or is it like you know? No, it's like a really fancy swimsuit. Oh, so it's like a nice swimsuit. Yeah, it's a pretty nice swimsuit. Okay, is it showing, like, a lot of skin off, and she's like, oh, yeah! Uh, yes. Okay. She really does not like it. She's immediately, she's in the middle of the road. They're surrounded by a magical barrier, It so it doesn't matter, but she's just like, change me back, change me back, and, and he tells her that if you just put your hand over the bracelet and say release, then you'll be back to normal. And then her clothes disappear entirely. Ha ha, jinx. No, and then he introduces himself as being named Mitone. Mitone? Ah, I thought you were going to say QB for a second. Nope, his name is Mitone. And uh, he gets really close to... um, Is her name Sayaka or Suzia? I can't remember. I watched it like kind of in a rush earlier this morning. Hmm. Um, but our main character, anyways, uh, smacks him away, saying that he smells, and that's the end of the first episode. Ah, she's These also are... probably like, I don't want to be in a hentai. Get me <laughs> yeah. out of here! I don't want to transform again. Tentacles will sprout from the ground, and then things happen. Well, the good news is there was really no reason for him to turn her into a magical girl in the first place. All of the enemies to magical girls have been defeated. Oh. So that's so, probably why he's going through the trash, because he's like, I can't find... No one wants to be a magical girl. Yeah, exactly. So... Basically, this is a slice-of-life, four-minute-per-episode four show. Uh, basically, just... Uh, the main character trying to come to terms with the fact that she is a magical girl and can transform into this swimsuit wearing character which she hates her father works from very early in the morning to very late at night and her mother is almost never home basically leading to no interference from her parents except for in two episodes in one she wants her father to know about him mm-hmm. so he she uh, has Mitone overwrite his memories uh, to make it look like Mitone is a parrot. And in the other one, her mother is trying to spook her by appearing on um, her balcony and sees her transform into a magical girl. And then she's like, uh-uh, no way my daughter gonna be a magical girl. 
Actually, her mom handles the news really well and wants to see her transformation and see her do her magic, which happens to be controlling water. Of course. Is her bathing suit made of, like, see-through material, too? No, it's not. But we do see her, like... It is, like, a naked transformation, and so we see the vague outline of, like... There should be boobs there, and maybe something in between those legs. Yes, but she's a middle school girl, so it just feels uncomfortable. Mm, it's like you're looking around, like, cops aren't, cops aren't here, right? They're, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not, not looking, right? <clears throat> Good. Well. My gusta. <laughs> In general, the story is actually pretty decent, and it's funny. A lot of the jokes hit right on the spot, and the opening theme song is really catchy and gets stuck in your head. Yeah, just like the ending theme song of Chobits. Yes. So, I'm going to give uh, Maho Shoujo Nante Moi Deskara a uh, Crackers. Ah, double crackers. Double down on the crackers. Yeah, sorry I feel so awkward today. I'm just like, my head is like in a different place right now. It's okay, you're thinking about all the work you're going to have to do after we're done. Yes. (laughs) And I can't help you on any of it, because I'm in New York. (laughs) Then come down here already, you bastards. About time we met. It's like, what, a four-hour trip? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, you can come visit if you wanted. Is it a four-hour trip? Let's see here. It's Amsterdam. Damn, not darn. <laughs> to... Uh, look up Nashua, New Hampshire, because I don't feel like putting my actual town out there. That's fine. Nashua? Yeah. N-A-S-H-U-A. U-A. Nashua, Massachusetts? New Hampshire. Or New Hampshire. I knew that. Is that N-H? Yeah. Okay. I knew that too. Oh yeah. Three hours, 29 minutes. So what a weird roundabout way Google's making me go. You have to take 90 all the way past Springfield, past Worcester. Worcester. Oh yeah. My dad was telling me it's not Worcester, but I keep calling it Worcester. Yeah. It's pronounced Worcester. Yeah. Go right past Boston. Boston. That's right. You could go through Vermont. True. True. I could go through Vermont. Just have to take some roads here and here. Be passing by in the Green Mountain National Forest and finger. Uh, Get to you. Well, we should actually talk about you coming down here or me going up there at some point. But yeah, or meeting somewhere in between like Springfield. Hmm. The Simpsons. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for another episode of Anime Pulse. Yes, I think that does. So hopefully uh, you'll be able to get all your work done and we can have another episode next week. Yes. All right. Well, until next time, keep watching, keep listening, keep the anime love strong.